Hey family, hope all is well. A few minutes for Jesus. This is Justin Ragu here, and I hope you're doing well. We're going to be reading from Exodus chapter 34, and we're going to go from 29 all the way to the end. Again, Exodus 34, 29 to the end. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterwards, the Israelites came near him and gave him all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with them, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. A very interesting and peculiar story here. And what's happening is that uh, Moses is on Mount Sinai. After this is post leaving the Red Sea, he's on Mount Sinai. And God is speaking to Moses and giving God given Moses the commandment that God wants for his people. See, just freeing somebody uh, from slavery, freeing somebody from a situation, getting away from an addiction, all that's great. But unless there is some structure, unless there is some type of community, unless there is some type of way that this person's new life can now operate, then it would be all for nothing. So God is giving these people a new way of living life. The old way that they were living before in Egypt, they were under Egypt's structure. So God is now giving Moses, not Egypt's structure, but a God structure for his people. So his people now has a way to live. However, Moses was the prophet. Moses was the leader. Moses was the man that spoke directly with God. And Moses was able to speak, thus saith the Lord. Moses now goes to the people. When he goes to the people, he himself does not realize his face is radiant. His face is shining. Um, and, and he comes down from the mountain and the people see his shining face. They know it's Moses, but they run away from him. And what we're seeing uh, that these people, they're, they're such babies. Uh, in, the, in the term of uh, being new to the faith, they're novices. Even though they have Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Joseph, and these incredible stories of their past a few generations ago, they're still very, very young in their faith, and things of the Spirit scares them. So Moses comes down from the mountain and speaks to them, and he doesn't realize his face is radiant, and the people are like, Moses, your face! And they run away from the person that they knew because this person was different. Moses looked different. And Moses had to call them to him. Uh, so that he can speak with them. Anywhere Moses went, they ran away from him. And Moses had to call the people to him. 
so he can speak with them and give them what the Lord says. Don't you realize that sometimes when you're making changes in your life and the Lord makes these changes in your life and the Lord is speaking to you, you're starting to go back to church. You're starting to get back into the things of God. You do look different. You, you, you Have you ever heard the term, you different, you acting different. Why are you acting different for? Yeah, because God is changing you. If you were a Christian and you're acting the same way you did 10 years ago, something's not right. If you're a Christian and you're acting the same way you did five years ago, ugh, something's not right. If you're a Christian and you're acting the same way you did a year ago, mm-mm, something's not right. If you're a Christian and you're acting the same way you did six months ago, three months ago, one month ago, a week ago, yesterday, Something's not right because the presence of the Lord you should be in front of and he's changing who you are. His spirit is convicting you and changing you and making you and molding you into the person that he called you to be. We do not, we no longer answer to the things of the world. Jesus says, my sheep, they know my voice. So God's voice is always speaking. It's not that God is not speaking, it's that, it's that we are not where we need to be so that he can speak to us and there can be a radiant change in our lives. Even with old scriptures that we know about, about forgiveness and uh, about Jesus wept and uh, all these uh, incredible things in the Bible, even though we may have read all of them before, what it meant to you 10 years ago when you were in your 20s or in your 30s or in your 40s or in your teens does not mean the same thing 20 years later. You, we have to get back into the presence of God to get his word so his word can change us. And, 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 and this, is, this is, to me, this is the sad part, um, but it's just the reality of life. Moses had to veil himself. Sometimes we have to veil ourselves because the people that we're around are not able to handle us. Yes, we're in a culture where everyone wants to speak their truth. This is my truth and I got to speak my truth. But the Bible speaks about self-control. And Moses understood that the people were not able to handle him with his face being veiled. I'm sorry, with his face being radiant so he had to veil his face. They could not handle it. You ever see that that, uh, movie? Uh, It says, you can't handle the truth. Uh, it's almost like that, that people can't handle you and you have to veil yourself until they get, until they, until they grow, because we have to be the mature ones in the relationship. I always tell this to myself, somebody got to be the mature one. And if it's somebody, I can't expect the other person or those people to be the mature one. It's got to be me. I put the on us. I put the responsibility. I put the ownership on me. I have to be the mature one. So there are going to be times where I got to veil myself for some people. Look at Joseph's brothers. They couldn't handle Joseph and his radiance. They set out to his own brothers set out to kill him. His own brothers set out to kill him. And but they but they just sold him into slavery. Jesus in his full radiance told Peter and John, hey, listen, don't tell anybody is yet. Don't tell them is yet. They, they could not handle. There was miracles that Jesus did. And he would tell them, be quiet. Because the people were not able to handle 
handle you as yet. They were not able to handle Jesus as yet. Similarly, people may not be able to handle you yet. You yet. And, and, and let me share this with you as well. They may not be able to handle you in two dimensions. One, they may want to hurt you, get away from you, run away from you. And the second thing is they may want to make you their God. You have to know what you can give certain people. Jesus ran in an inner circle with Peter and John, but everybody had access to Jesus. All the disciples had access to Jesus. And and then he had the other disciples a little bit further off in the relationship, but he knew that I can invest a little bit more in Peter and John and they can handle it. Judas didn't get that, 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 um, the, the top of the mountain experience when, when, when Jesus transfigured, Judas didn't get that because Judas couldn't handle it. We have to ask the Spirit of God to help us discern who can get what while we are still being authentically ourselves. You cannot give everybody a dollar. And you cannot give everybody a dollar. And I'm not speaking in the sense of monetary. This is just an example. This is a proverb, right? You cannot give everybody a dollar Break that dollar up. Some people, in all relationships, you start out with a penny. Hey, here's a penny. Let me see what you do with a penny. And based on what they do with a penny, then they can get a nickel. Hey, now we're up to a nickel. We, we went up one class in, a, in the coins, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the dollar system, in the, in the money system in, in the United States of America. Because I know some people listen to this from a different country. In our currency, it starts with a penny. Then it goes to a nickel, which is five cents. Then it goes to a dime, which is 10 cents. Then it goes to a quarter, which is 25 cents. Then it goes to a 50 cent piece, which is rare. Then it goes to a dollar. Right, and I'll stop there. You only you, you you start out with a penny. So many times we give people a dollar when they're only worth a penny relationship. You are not worth a dollar. And this is just wisdom. I'm not saying they are worth a penny. The relationship has not yet established a dollar worth as yet. So you give them a penny and let's see how you do. Let's see how we do with the penny. And after the penny, give them a, a, a nickel. Here's five cents. Let's see how we do. Okay, they did well with the five cents. Praise God. Yo, I want to tell you a little bit more about myself. I want to hear a little bit more about you. Let's see how we do with the dime. Let's see how we do with the quarter. And so forth and so on. But too many times, we give people who are, give people a, 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 a dollar when we have not yet even established if they're able to handle the penny. Moses had to veil himself in front of the people, but to God, and I love this part, but to God, we could take the veil off. Adam and Eve, they ran away from the presence of God. They said, God, you're not worth our dollar. We're going to give you a penny. They ran away and they hid themselves from God, but God is saying, no, my friend, you can, you can unveil yourself. You can be naked spiritually, physically, even emotionally, spiritually before you can, you can be that you can be 100% authentic before God. God can handle your stuff. He can handle your sadness. He can handle your disappointment. He can handle your anger. He can handle all of it. 
He wants you to be authentic. Take that veil off before God and let God know, God, I'm struggling. God, I'm angry. God, I'm sad. God, I'm feel, feeling depressed. God, I'm feeling suicidal. God, I'm so angry right now about what's happening. We can share all that with God. And I love that in the presence of God, he took the veil off. So my friends, my family, when you are in the presence of God, take the veil off and let him do the work in you. Let him speak to you. And I hope that there are people in, in relationships that you could be with that you could take the veil off as well. But, 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 but use wisdom. Incorporate wisdom. Give them the penny first and start building. And then you, they will let you know how much they can handle. And you will know for yourself how much you can give. My friends, my family, a few minutes for Jesus. Take the veil off. God bless you.